All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Podcast. This is uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Pell. Um, I want to start by saying the same old shit that I say every time. Go to Instagram, the Weekly Podcast. Go to Twitter, the Weekly Podcast. Go to TikTok, Jeremy Pell, P-E-L-L, the Weekly Podcast. Follow us, like us, subscribe, leave a review, send us an email at theweeklypodcast at gmail.com or jeremydanielpale at gmail.com. Try to pump this thing up a little bit. Pump it up. But anyway, thank you. Now, we've got something a little different this week that we've done. We have a... Uh, we, I, my family live really close to where summer wells disappear. I was able to have a conversation with some neighbors of Candace, Wells, Don Wells, Summer Wells, and I had a conversation with them about the days leading up to the disappearance, what they seen, what they heard, and it's mind-blowing. I'm going to use that as a, unfortunately, we're trying, I'm trying to build something here, and it's hard. It takes money, and it's hard, and we don't have any. So, this episode, I want to discuss the letter that Don Wells wrote. He's in jail for his DUI. Now, I've done other episodes about the case, so I'm not going to go over the ins and outs of what happened when she disappeared, things like that. Go and listen to our previous episodes. We've got two or three episodes on the Summer Wells case. Today, I'm only going to be discussing this letter that he wrote while he's in jail serving his DUI um, charge and maybe an assault or a, something. But anyway, he, he writes this letter, and they put it out on their website or on their YouTube page, um, the, and it's, um, it's just fucking weird. Now, I've talked to Don he came in and talked to me. Uh, I think he talked to me and one of my associates the day after Summer had went missing. It was an odd conversation. It was just an odd conversation. But what you can do is I've got a link set up in my in the Twitter, in, in on the Instagram, and maybe on TikTok, but you can find it. Um... And if you can't find the link, you don't. You can use my Cash App. You can use the Anchor, um, or whatever. We've got a full thirty-minute interview with the neighbors, and I'm going to have to put it as a bonus for-pay content video. Ten dollars for the thirty. I think it's thirty-five-minute video. Um, and 
we don't do uh, we don't have enough content yet that we do it like a subscription like with patreon we just don't have enough yet so i'm trying this if, if you guys support it we'll, we'll try to do something different do more content but we will get there um but just all i need is your email address so if you decide you want the video you can cash app uh you can do it through anchor i don't care how you send it i've got a link that makes it easier you can use you can use cards whatever but ten dollars leave us your email address email us you know just send us an email say uh you know that you wanted to do you done the the want the video and we'll we'll send it to you you'll want to hear it <laughs> i promise but today i'm going to talk about this letter and i've never been one to um pass judgment you know people are are so quick to say well this this doesn't make sense oh they're they're hiding something oh they're lying or that's fucking stupid or they're fucking stupid or I would never do this. I would never. Do and I get so fucking sick of hearing that shit. I really do because I, if one thing that I, I've learned is you have no fucking clue how you're going to react to a, a situation, and especially if something as traumatic and severe as losing your child. Um, you don't know how. You might dance on your fucking head. And uh, try to grab everybody's ass. You have no idea. So I hate when people do that. You have no idea. And you have to keep an open mind. Because if there's a one in a million chance that a random person drove by and just so happens everything lines up so perfect that she was taken, it could happen. It can happen. But I understand both sides. You've got to look at it. Okay, you know, if something don't make sense, don't make sense. You know, uh, Candace's, <clears throat> the way she acted, the way Don, I mean, yeah, I think it's odd. I think it's weird. You know, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is she's in a better place. I always found that odd. But that doesn't mean he did anything. Maybe he's awkward as shit. Maybe, you know, fumbling for words. You just don't know. So... He writes this letter, and at the end of this episode, I'm, I've got a narrator that narrates the letter so you can hear it in its entirety. But I'm just going to start by discussing what I think about, about the letter. Um, and I'll read through it too, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just touching a few points right here. Um, He comes across, and we'll pick it apart line by line. He comes across as concerned for himself and his wife. It's fucking weird. And it's, I hate to say this because deep down in my heart, I feel like that Candace and Don both are not working with the full deck. I don't know in what capacity, and I don't even know exactly how I mean that. I just mean something, something not right. But 
it is uh, really stupid. It's stupid. It's strange. It's stupid. And it it aggravates the shit out of me. We're going to break the ladder down. We're going to break it down line by line. You guys can tell me what you think. You can even tell me how fucking stupid I am. I don't give a shit. We're going to talk about this letter. I'm still friendly with... I'm not passing judgment on them. I don't talk to them. I don't see them. And I didn't really know them. But I'm not going to judge them because that would be terribly wrong of me. We don't know what happened at this point. Do people have suspicions? Sure. But people can be so fucking cruel. And it really burns my ass. Look at the facts. Look at what's going on. Yeah, if you want to make some speculation, that's what we do here. We, we take certain scenarios and say, oh, well, well, what about this? Or what about this? Or it could be this. Well, this makes more sense. We're just talking about the information and giving our opinion on the information. It's not the fucking gospel. But when I come back, we're going to break this letter down line by line. And you can tell me what you think. But you better find that link. And please buy my first for pay con content for pay for pay content and help us get this podcast off the fucking ground i'll be right back all right guys we're back here so it looks like that this letter was written to the kidnappers per se. Um, sometimes around some sometime uh, around July the nineteenth, somewhere in July, we'll say that uh, the article, news article, had it coming out July nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay, so I'm going to start reading it, and I, I'm going to just stop. In I'm not going to read it in its entirety. We will read it in its entirety, but I'm going to just kind of go through it and if i got some kind of rant to go on or something i'll stop but okay so this is the letter uh, don wells wrote addressing to the kidnappers to the ones that took my daughter july 2022 it goes to the person or persons responsible for kidnapping summer not only have you broken summer's heart by taking her away from her mother and father who love her very much. I'm going to stop right there. Now, this is my opinion. It may not be yours. That's okay. We can still be friends. I feel like the to use the... And I'm not passing judgment on him. This is my opinion. To use the term, you've, bro- you've broken Summer's heart. I think that's an understatement. If you're talking about the possibility of a pedophile kidnapper that's kidnapped your five-year-old daughter, she's got a broken heart. And not only is it just a broken heart, it's only broken because you took her away from her mother and father? I feel like he's putting too much emphasis on themselves 
trying to emphasize how much Summer loved them because they were so great. And then he ends that sentence with, or whatever, with who love her very much. Like, uh, once again, uh, who love her very much. I find it odd that he used the term broken, Summer's heart. When you're talking about a possible fucking child trafficking ring that's kidnapped or a person, a pedophilic person that's kidnapped the, your child, a broken heart, and, a, and and you only done it, by God, I'm so mad at you right now, kidnappers, because you broke Summer's heart because you took her away from her mom and dad. You're fucking kidding me. And her mom and dad love her very much. You're kidding me. That makes no sense to me. That was only written for him, for Don, and for Candace. That was written to try to show the public, not the kidnappers, but the public. Summer loved us so much. We loved her so much. We, me, Candace, Dawn. It's not about Summer. I'm sorry. It's not. You don't, you don't have a broken heart because someone kidnapped you and took you away from your mom and dad. Especially when you're positive. I mean, I'm not saying you wouldn't if that was the only thing. If, if someone just took you away and you're at a brand new house living a, a, a good life, but you're just not with your mother and father, yes, you might have be a little broken hearted. And miss them. But fuck, I don't think this is the scenario. Or is it, Don? What do you know that we don't? Because I wouldn't use that term. I'd be the least. That's like going to summer camp. My God. Doesn't make sense. That's him talking to the public about him and Kansas. That's exactly what that is. All right, now you're going to flip straight to fucking... You've, you all have probably heard this letter, I guess, or read it. But when I heard this, I don't know if the man is mental, and I mean that in the very respectful way. I would even put this sentence in the same category as someone that has a true mental illness because this is the dumbest, the craziest, most craziest shit I've ever heard. Okay, okay. You, okay, okay, goes to you, who loved her very much. You've ruined her chances of being educated and ruining her life. So not only in the first part of this letter to the kidnappers, you've broken Summer's heart because you took her from her family, her parents. But now you've not enabled her to get the great education that me and her mother were providing for her because we're such great parents. What is this letter about? So his daughter is kidnapped, and the worst thing that's going on in his mind is that she's got a broken heart and she's not going to get an education. What do you think? But you've also ruined the lives of her father, mother, brothers. And in the midst of all the commotion, 
ruined our lives. Now here's where he gets to the meat and potatoes of why he wrote this letter. This is the only reason Don Wells wrote this letter. This right here, these, these next few statements or sentences that are coming up are the only reason this letter was written. You see, the public blames us. I don't know if we will ever find employment again. Nobody will hire my wife. And I've been fired from the job I've had for 13 years. Those are important things, Don. And I don't know how I would act. But those statements right there, you know what I would say to every one of those if my five-year-old daughter was kidnapped? Who gives a fuck? Those statements right there are the only things that mean anything to Don Wells and Candace Wells. This is the heart of the reason the letter was written, to try to, 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 try to win the public over to A, to no, 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 they, they loved her, that no, that look at, the, did you read that first part of that letter? No, no. And then B, he's letting you know exactly what's on his mind right here. This is the heart of the whole letter. Because this next sentence I'm getting ready to read you. I don't think he realizes how he wrote this. But he tells you exactly what means something to him. He goes through this whole spiel. And I'm going to read that part again. I don't know if we will ever find employment again. Nobody will hire my wife. And I've been fired from the job I've had for 13 years. Listen guys. This this, this next sentence. We may end up losing everything. So according to Don Wells, everything to him is whatever he's losing because he doesn't have his job. If your five-year-old daughter is missing and kidnapped, you've lost everything. Or at least you feel like you have in that moment in that time, you were devastated. I'm not saying I'd know how I'd react, but I damn sure tell you that yes, I would need money to f raise my other children. I would need employment. I would need this, I would need that. But if the public thought I was guilty as fuck, if that's what helped get somebody to find something, clearing that shit up wouldn't be first on my list. I'd, I'd just grin and bear it. I don't understand why. I, I do understand why that means something, but not in this situation. Not in the letter to the kidnappers. The kidnappers. Hey, guys, listen. You've caused us to lose our jobs. We may lose our house and car, you fucker. And now we'll lose everything. Are you kidding me? Did you hear yourself, Don? You just basically told me. Here's what I get off reading this. You basically said, listen public we got to get this shit straightened out because i can't work i can't make no money uh, my wife can't work we can't have uh, have her house or we might lose everything 
We've not already lost everything because we have a five-year-old daughter that's kidnapped, that's missing, that's gone. Gone. He wrote this letter to try to get the public off his ass. He wrote this letter to try to, to, to not appear. He don't want to be the suspect anymore. He don't want to be the, the conversation of, of what happened to Summer Wells. He, he made it worse because I think here he showed his, uh, to me, he just showed his hand on what is important to him. Because if he hasn't already lost everything by losing his five-year-old precious daughter, it's going to take losing his house and a car, and that's everything? I don't understand that. It goes on to read, when you took our little girl, you took our very lives. Now, he's got to get back into talking about Summer because that's what the letter is supposed to be about and not Don and Candace. Why don't you give our little girl back? <clears throat> it's a great idea. Now, why don't you give our little girl back before God's wrath descends upon you? Now, we've got to go, I feel like he's got to go to God here because God in his, in in this letter, God is is the ultimate <clears throat> punishment. So he can't, I mean, what greater punishment than the wrath of an almighty God, you know, shows his, show Don's showing his seriousness of, of this situation. You've broken many hearts, but more especially an innocent five-year-old girl's heart. One day, God's going to hold you accountable for this, this crime. Unless you do something to make this right. Please do the right thing and turn our daughter over to the authorities. We are begging you, do the right thing. Summer's father. Okay, I won't break this last part. Last part of this. Let her out, let her down. This letter was written in June, in Ju excuse me, July of 2022. And when Summer, <clears throat> excuse me, when Summer went missing, she was five. Now, I don't know how you all do this, but Summer turned six on February, in February of 2022. So when Dawn wrote this letter, Summer was six. So I don't know, you know, she went missing when she was five. So would he still say you've broken the heart of a five-year-old or would it be the you've broken and, and you continue to break the heart of, of the six-year-old? Why would he use five? Me, I, I, I would think you would say you've broken the heart of an innocent six-year-old because you know she's six unless you know that she didn't make it to six. And in your mind, in your heart, you know that she's still five. I think he's, I think you say six here if he knows she's alive. I think you say six. As a father, you say six. That's how old your daughter is. She is six. She is not five. When you wrote this letter, she is six. You put your pen, put your hand to a fucking pen. You put your pen to that paper, and you wrote the letter, you wrote the number five. 
as the year and the age of your six-year-old daughter. She turned six February 4, 2022. Wrote this letter in July 2022. I, th I find that strange. Some people may not. That's fine. And I may be wrong. That's fine. I find it strange that a father is not using the proper age for his daughter, that he knows she's alive, he's not giving up hope. I think the only reason he, if, only reason you, he can use this five here is that subconsciously, he just didn't, he knows that she, she was only five. The only way he writes the five is if he knows she was only five. And the only way she could be five is if she passed away at five. He's got God holding him accountable again. One, well, one day God's going to hold you accountable for this, but for this crime. But he, he stops. Unless, unless you do something to make this right. No. No, Don. The wrath of God will be on their heads for a fucking eternity. In my book, in my opinion, what is right? I guess right is turn her over to the authorities, okay? Maybe you're looking for a little bit of leniency from them. Maybe you're trying to, to gain some of their trust or maybe you're trying to gain some points with them. Like, oh, you know what, this guy, he, he, he doesn't want to just hurt us. He, he, he wants to, to help us. He just wants his daughter back. You know, ask God for forgiveness and, and maybe the wrath of God won't, you know, send you to an eternal hell. Maybe. Guys, we're going to wrap this up. We're just looking at it from a from different perspectives, different devil's advocate, uh, di different angles. You know, it's all, this is it's just an opinion, just something to think about. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just some questions I have. So, do the right thing. And I can understand that. I don't. I don't have too big of an issue with uh, God's going to hold you accountable for this crime unless you do something to make this right. I can see maybe he's trying to be to be to to plead with the kidnappers to show them some leniency, or show them some kindness, show them some friendship, show them some compassion, just in a ruse to get my my daughter back. I'm okay with that. Do the right thing and turn our daughter over to the authorities. We are begging you, do the right thing. Now, I just bring up one thing here. I'm not sure. And yes, turn her over to the authorities. Maybe I'd say if, if she's in a different state, if she's in a different city, if she's in, you know, turn her wherever you're at, wherever you're at, it doesn't matter. Go to the local authorities. Just turn her in. Turn her in. So he's thinking that she's not in state or near Hawkins County where she went missing from. If that be the case, I think maybe the terminology he might have used is bring her home, bring her to her mom and I, bring her home, bring her to me. Uh, you know, I mean, t 
turn our daughter over to the authorities is a very proper type way to you, you would might you might say that about someone that's on the run or or i mean it's a very you know if you're in court or if you're, you're being proper if you're I mean, yes you need to turn yourself into the authorities it just seems like there's no compassion maybe there maybe he's writing that to to show that he is co- he he does believe in cooperation with the authorities you know cuz i know it was said that they're not cooperating with the authorities they're not doing a lot of shit man i'm sorry i see them and oh, well, don's in jail for the DUI but I see Candace, and I don't know how I'd act. I have to say that because, God almighty, I just don't fucking get it, man. I don't get how it's like the stuff. she went skydiving. She got a wish list on fucking Amazon, her YouTube channel. It was fucking ridiculous. I don't, I live right down the road. I drive past that house every day. I see no proactiveness whatsoever and trying to find their daughter. I don't. They're not doing a damn thing. I don't care what you say. I know they're not doing a damn thing. They got a YouTube channel, a website. They're they're not. I'd have to probably be doing something. I mean, I don't know. I, it's too much. It's a sensitive, very sensitive situation. It's an odd situation. I don't want to. Yes, I'm picking this letter apart, but that's what we're doing. I mean, it doesn't mean I believe what I'm saying against Don. I'm just putting it out there to think. Think about it. If, any, if it makes you think, I mean, it's okay. It doesn't You don't have to believe it. It's, it's, just, it's a way to, to just try to look at some of this stuff from different, different angles or different uh, perspectives. I'm going to put the letter at the end of this. There'll be a, a, it's a, a narrator reading it, so you can listen to that, and then you can go back through and make comments on what you think about some of this. And like I said, this don't mean it's set in stone. This don't mean I think they're big pieces of shit. Just some questions to ask, man. Ask yourself. Ask some questions. What do you think? What do you think? Because I know good and damn well, if you read about the case, if you look at the timeline, if you look at all the shit, you're going to say, what the fuck? I appreciate you guys listening. Go get my four, my, (laughs) I can't even say it. My, hold on, content for pay, pay for content. Let's make some money. I want to be a professional podcaster. I don't have a Spotify uh, deal. I'm on Spotify. We're on a lot of places, iHeart, Alexa, uh, Google, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. I make my podcast with Anchor. I appreciate it, guys. I'm going to wrap it up right here, but we're going to, after uh, after this segment, the ending will be uh, will be the letter narrated and read through. This is another episode of The Weekly Podcast.